You're listening to episode number 326 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I am almost done with video number one of the next POV series. Uh-oh. Oh, nice. <laughs> the podcast has Teaser. been done been done for a while, but I, I know you already, and... It's it's especially if I'm trying to explain this angle from here and and to that kind of breakdown. You gotta you need to be able to see it anyway. Yes, uh, visual, the visual definitely helps. But it's funny. So I got uh, when all this medical shit happened with me, I was working on that thing and I got sidetracked and forgot how my process was to build this. And it was <laughs> one of these things that I was stuck on forever, and I. St- periodically look at a lot of projects all the time i say i usually have let's see i've got what seven that that are in actively in flight yeah um whether i'm writing or researching or reading or something like that so i realize as i'm you know i pick this one up again today and i i take a look at it and go all right well you know what progress can i make on it at all is there anything you know what am i missing here and it occurs to me as, as, as almost as if it were a new idea that I'm like, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't make a 30 minute video out of this. Maybe, maybe they should be smaller increments. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't I already do this once? Like, Have you divulged to the audience yet what the next, what the next POV is? I don't know. I don't know what you have either. I don't think so. I, I I know we've got a special treat for for the Patreon subscribers tomorrow, and spoiler alert: it was going to be, it was going to be the new POV. I was going to introduce the next one while we're still running the casino while we're still making releases of those. And um, funny thing about managing the free and the pay, uh, you know, all, all this is that sometimes when I go. You know what we need to do is we need to we're gonna push this off, um, so I need to update this and 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 this. And every once in a while, you check one and and it it kind of blurs into the other check, and you're like, I think I got that done, and you didn't get that. I I forgot to turn something off, so a preview came out for free for for the free, 
and um, and the Patreon folks Patreon are like they're like oh man I heard the free and I came over because I wanted to hear the rest of it like where is it like <laughs> well <laughs> well okay. you weren't supposed to be getting that but um, uh, uh, all things being fair I will I will push the the next major release of of premium content for Patreon subscribers will now be the rest of the of what what was I'm not even going to tease what uh, what it was. Ooh. Yeah, ooh. Cuz I think what it was is I I turned everything off except the audio file that pushed to it and I caught it early but it still got out right. to some people. So that makes it even cooler for the some for the some people who did catch it. <laughs> That's great. All right, well listen, I think we should probably start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. Welcome back. We love having you here. I missed you guys. Well, I missed you, I'm Tony. I see Mark all the time. <laughs> right, that's, yeah, I, I, <laughs> no offense. Uh, and I'm Tony, as always. We start with Random Vegas. The paddle, as it's known, protects the slot where the money goes given in exchange for chips at a table game. A cooler move, or, you know, when they send somebody in for uh, to take a hot table and make it cold, is when a dealer takes out the paddle rotates it 180 degrees before replacing it. It's also known as, quote, spin the paddle. We got that from at get a roll on Twitter with an assist from at Vital Vegas. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they that, that was a, a I thing. I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that. Will they spin the paddle? Yeah. What about you, Tony? No, and as a matter of fact, when I was a blackjack dealer, that was never even a thing. Uh, so I'm, I, I don't know if maybe I just... Well, you know, I worked in a, a locals casino, to be clear, but maybe that's just something relatively new. Now that I know this, though, I'm going to pay attention right. to it. Anytime I see that asshole spin the paddle. Yeah, I'm going to pull everything down. <laughs> right. Everything down. Right. I want everything yeah, I know down. what that means. <laughs> Dicks. Next up, Twit Pick of the Week. I can't be the only one looking at this picture of the Frontier Marquee being dismantled and thinking, isn't this the way the sign always used to look? This marquee could easily be the marquee for any abandoned drive-in movie theater. That isn't to say that it wasn't cool, it just fit the identity of the property. The Kmart of the Strip to Circus Circus Dollar Store. Also, am I the only one thinking Palazzo is standing behind the frontier in this picture, mocking it like a posh little cunt? Maybe it's just me. Maybe I just have some unresolved issues that I need to address. I still say Vegas Vic looks like a grandfather that throws around the N-word and harkens back to the good old days, but I'm going to go ahead and stop talking now and schedule an appointment with a therapist. This uh, at underscore Grandpa D may have uncovered a repressed memory. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, that's your your twit pick write-up monologue on the week that I come back. Hey, I don't judge creativity however it happens it just happens karen although i I do have to say for the record that i i get your reference because you actually do have a grandpa that or did he's passed away now but it yeah we we can talk about it now i I, he's passed away now but i mean there's some hardcore racism in my background you're describing him to a t so i I get that um but yeah when i first read that i went wait what and i'm like okay wait hold on just it's fine it's fine (laughs) i thought you were gonna say something about the kmart and the dollar store thing no. Which oh. is funny because at the end of the day, that's the line for me that stands out most of all. Right? I love that analogy <laughs> because I had the opportunity to 
and, and I'm so thankful I did. I, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? But I'm so glad I had the the wherewithal to make that hike down to the frontier before it closed. Um, Mark, I'm challenging your 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 Vegas history here, real quick. Did did Stardust close before the frontier? Um, so we went in 2004 and the Stardust and the New Frontier were both there. It closed in 2006. The Frontier closed after it. I don't exactly okay. remember what year, but it was, yep. it was after that. So my very first year going to Vegas would have been circa 2006. And I believe both were open at the time. And I visited neither the Stardust nor the Frontier. Mm. So I think what had happened was, I think come 2007, when I made my next trip in May of 2007, the Stardust had closed and I wanted to get down to see the Frontier. I don't think the Frontier had yet been um, announced that it was going to close down, but the Stardust did. And so I wanted at least the opportunity to get in and check it out. The reason I, and I swear to God, I've got a point here, guys, is to say that, (laughs) you know, the, the, the Frontier really was the Kmart to Circus Circus's dollar store. It wasn't a whole um, heck of a big step up to go from Circus Circus to um, the Frontier, but it was noticeable enough. So, and, and let's be honest, mm. it very much was Kmart. I mean, all of the, the white plastic had been, um, you know, was so old that it was essentially tan in color. Uh, yeah, everything yeah. had worn oh. itself. Yeah, everything looked like it had, it, it, it aged. Yeah. I just yeah. remember it being very brown. I just remember it, it everything was, it was inside just brown. brown. Everything was brown. Yeah. And some of it looked like it was sun-worn. Some of it looked like it was just a, a poor shade choice in the 70s. And yep. um, and then the rest of it was probably cigar, uh, cigarette smoke. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> so, now, great picture. Uh, one last comment about it, which is to say it it is, um, it is a juxtaposition to have the beautiful... Venetian Palazzo, whichever one I guess it was Palazzo that was standing behind it, and then you've got this tired, <laughs> sad, rundown, um, you know, showgirl that just doesn't is <laughs> doesn't know when to, to quit. Realize. I just exactly. Thought, I just thought the angle looked very bully, v- yeah. very much kind of like, uh, oh, oh, you think you you think you could be on the strip with us nowadays? You can't be on the strip with us. You suck. <laughs> oh, mean casinos, right? <laughs> Like mean girls? No, that didn't work. No, I got it. I we said, yeah, it. we we concurred. I chuckled. What more do you want? I know, right? <laughs> God damn, man. I wanted a full guffaw. <laughs> as always, we will link to the photo on our blog, featured on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. most favorite stories this week is the maid that sets a fire. Police arrested a housekeeper working at the Excalibur accused of setting a fire in an Excalibur hotel room and making false accusations of sexual assault. The sexual assault was said to be financially motivated or the the allegations or the alleged whatever, whatever she claimed she was sexually assaulted for financial reasons. Right. Uh, the fire is believed to be related to the accused level of crazy. No one was injured, and charges only listed the damages as more than 5000 Which makes it a felony. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. I mean, in fairness, 
It's still the Excalibur. How much did she burn to get five thousand dollars worth of damage? <laughs> right. Everybody started. And don't forget, we had that. We had all the new stuff in in the room. At the same time. Right. They added like that, the same thing. Yeah. If your house burns down, oh, my, I had a hundred thousand dollar piece of jewelry. Right. It just happened to be that room. Right. Battleborn pins are Disney quality enamel pins of vintage Vegas icons. The ever-expanding collection includes this week's featured pin, the Dunes Turret. During its first six years of existence, a sultan, hands-on hips, standing proudly astride, was the signage everyone associated with the miracle in the desert. 1961 would see the Dunes undergo a drastic transformation from a motel into a hotel, with the opening of the 24-story Diamond of the Dunes. That expansion also included a new marquee sign, the Dunes Turret, or more crudely referred to as the Onion Sign. Unfortunately, in 1993, the Neon Museum was still three years away from becoming a thing, and as a result, this icon was destroyed in a promotional event celebrating the opening of Treasure Island and the implosion of the Dunes to make room for Bellagio. This mini enamel version of the monument cost $10 or $26 as part of the Vintage Vegas Combo Pack, which includes the Stardust Shower of Stars sign and the Mint Marquee. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to bbpins.bigcartel.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for Battleborn Pins. All right, next up. There was an MGM Resorts hack. MGM's re- MGM Resorts was hacked this week, exposing the information of over 10.5 million people. Information lost include names, numbers, address, phone number. Well, names and numbers would be the phone number. And uh, email address. So expect more telemarketer calls in your near future. Isn't is that That's really what they have. That's really, I mean, it's, yeah, I'm not admitting. They don't have anything financial. No. Right, yeah. It's not There's like nothing that I'm like, oh, fucking shit. You know, like, you don't have my social security number. Right. I'm not really concerned about this as much. It's fucked up. It's it's annoying. Um, but I'd be more annoyed if they start stealing people's tier credits, but, you know. <laughs> right. I, well, I see, I now that they've got that new color unknown non-ringing thing on the iPhone now I'm not even as <laughs> you don't bothered get any with of it. them yeah I just get notified of like going hey someone just tried to call you I didn't let it happen like nice <laughs> all right so tell me about the Zappos gate project Tony Shea is once again sculpting downtown Las Vegas in his image his newest burning man structure is a 747 airplane fuselage Shea wants to use it as an anchor for an immersive experience for special events, weddings, and festivals in the space located across the street from their downtown headquarters. The $8 million project is currently waiting for approval from the city, which is expected. The new facility will generate approximately 55 jobs and $1.7 million in state and local taxes, as well as $12 million in direct and indirect economic impact. Shea purchased the structure in August of 2019. No word when the project is expected to be complete. That guy's right now uh, he can just do whatever the hell he wants. Oh yeah, they're not, there's no way this doesn't get approved, yeah. but. I, I just mean in, if it were up to me it'd be like, yes, Mr. Shea, you can whatever <laughs> it is that you want. Because think about, like, 
even his his worst idea was like, well, at least he tried. What was his worst idea? I well, I don't know. I, <laughs> I I guess the one I'm trying to think of what is across the street because I'm assuming it's across. I think it's like an empty Las lot. Vegas There's Boulevard, like right? Over there, yeah. Because there, I remember. I'm trying to think when we drive that way. There is an empty oh, wait, lot, and then shit. there's like a Maybe shitty Seven Eleven. Is or it something? the other side? Is it the is it the other side? Because the other side is the Mob Museum. There's that big fucking lot there. Oh, there is. That would make sense. That would make more sense. Way more sense. Yeah. And that'd be okay. badass as fuck to have a 947 or 947, 747, 747. Whatever. Like I even know the difference. What the hell it would mean? It's a big ass plane. Right. Anyways, that'd be cool to have a fuselage next to her. Oh, let's go. Let's go uh, learn about organized crime and this giant fucking plane fuselage. <laughs> Like, it's something, like, you can't avoid. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I don't know. But it fits in with all the other weird sculpture shit that they're putting in downtown. I like his weird sculpture. If if you got that kind of money to burn, go for it. At least get some cool shit with it. Well, I mean, just downtown. They've got, obviously, they got the Mantis, the Praying Mantis outside of the... Uh, the Container Park. They've got He's the big rig jig. Yep. And, you know, now That lion one we saw the other it's day. Just, it's like downtown Las Vegas is going to become like the, the Burning Man retirement home. Right. Like anything oh. that was cold, they're <laughs> just going to bring it. And I, I don't mean for the people. I mean for the sculptures. Right. Yes. Right. Well, let's be clear here. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for news. Why don't we move into prop bets then? For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, after eight years, One Oak, also known as One of a Kind, is closing at the Mirage on March 28th. No word what the property has planned to replace One Oak in that space, but previously, Jet Nightclub had been a tenant. Citing illness, the Doobie Brothers recently canceled three shows at the Venetian. Those dates have been rescheduled for November 12th through the 14th, and I have to give a, a shout-out to our buddy uh, Sky in the Rocks, because Did he... Did you just say shout-out? Yeah. No. Well, I did. <laughs> so anyway, to our buddy Sky on the Rocks, who was actually here in town for his 60th birthday to go see the show, and he was at one was supposed to go to one of the shows that was canceled. So I feel bad for him on that. But happy 60th birthday to Rob. That was weird. <laughs> I don't think it was that weird. <laughs> Thank you. Due to the rain delay at the Daytona 500 last week, the Las Vegas NASCAR Hauler Parade planned for this week was canceled. No word of apology yet from the state of Florida. True Food Kitchen is now open in the space which was formerly a fountain in the Caesar Forum Shop strip entrance. Part of the fountain has been repurposed as ambiance for the dining. And so I have to say they've got a True Food Kitchen that opened out here by us. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought, oh, great, another, you know, hippie vegan place or whatever. But I, I went there to eat with a friend. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Super tasty. So I is that what it is? Is hippie food? No, but it's it's all. Um, oh my god! You want to talk about something that tastes super good? The fucking bacon cheesy tots at fucking uh, <laughs> uh, Twin Peaks. Oh my god! It was so good. I went I went with Todd Goddess this week to, to to like it was such a throwaway thing that he's like, oh, well, it looks good on this. I'm like, they have some of the best chicken fingers, you know, in in that I've I've had. I, I love their chicken fingers and. We're looking there, and I'm like, well, look, these tots look like they're good. Like, all right, let's do... Oh, my God, they're so fucking good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, no, it's it's not all hippie food. Um, it's designed to be 
basically clean food. So everything, like I had, um, when I went there, I was trying the whole keto thing for a minute and wasn't very good. But no, so they they had a, a cauliflower risotto, which... I was thinking, okay. How dare you clean up my food? I want it dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it had a, it came with um, steak on top and roasted veggies and everything. It was so good. Like, and they have steak and burgers and they've got all kinds of other stuff there, but it's just designed to be like clean, like non um, genetically modified, all that kind of crap, which normally I'm like, yeah, whatever. But it was, it was actually really tasty. Yeah. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Vegas Eater is reporting that Gordon Ramsay Burger is now offering brunch from 8 to 10.15 daily. In addition to burgers, options will include bread pudding, French toast sticks, and bacon, beer, cheese, tater tots. We should go try this uh, this weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can do that. We should do that, and it'll be like ne- next week's uh, FHE. Now you're setting an expectation for the listeners. If something happens, we don't go. They'll be disappointed. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm sure they'll somehow make welcome to my, Welcome to my world. <laughs> well, that doesn't make sense. No, I am. Everything. More like welcome to my world. Yeah. Being disappointed. I'm kidding. I don't know. It's it's, it's right. It's it's right that it hurts this much. Just give me a second. <laughs> Derek yeah, Stevens, yeah, owner of the D, Golden Gate and Circa, announced this week that half of the second floor at the D will reopen this week while the rest of the project is expected to be complete March 16th. The second floor no longer has a showroom and will feature Bar Canada and Circus Sportsbook once done. In related news, Friends, the musical parody show that was in residency at the D, is now relocating to Paris as a result of that uh, showroom elimination we just talked about. Moonshot.com is the place where you can get your favorite vintage Vegas shirts. Incredibly comfortable to wear, available in male and female cuts, multiple colors and sizes, reasonably priced, and cool as hell. Options include this week's featured property, the Dunes. When it opened in 1955, the Arabian Nights-themed resort became the 10th hotel casino on the Las Vegas Strip. For a marquee, they chose to use a 35-foot-tall fiberglass Sultan. Standing astride with hands on hips, the Sultan was installed on top of the main entrance just off of the Porker Shore. A car headlight, cut to look like an oversized diamond, was placed in the Sultan's turban and would light up and sparkle at night. Designed by Kermit Hawkins, the man who would go on to design Vegas Vic and the Silver Slipper, was considered one of the great electrical displays of the time. You can get this and dozens of other vintage Vegas shirts starting at just $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, and save 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com, that's M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T.com, or just go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com. I saw a picture that um, Scott from Vital Vegas posted, and it was hard for me to be able to wrap my head around what I was looking at. I, did, I couldn't really figure out where things are, so this makes right. a little bit more sense now but i can't wait to get to see what that second floor is going to look like oh you know what the coolest thing at, at, at the d is the coolest new thing at the d mcdonald's <laughs> there's like no humans it's amazing i mean oh, other than no kidding people there's still on. there still is a place where you okay, can order so from a someone human. has to obviously give you the food that people behind this wall that i don't need to see uh <laughs> are, are are doing what they do to bring me deliciousness. They basically walled off the whole kitchen and there's a pickup station and then there is a tiny little 
dude, um, like kiosk, Apple Pay, like one little Apple, place like for the everything. <laughs> but otherwise, it's got all the um, the kiosks that Badass. you go up and order from. That is. It looked cool. it looked really cool. I I was impressed when we saw it. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Vital Vegas followed up on his news that a new bar was being constructed on the first level of Neonopolis. Disappointingly, it was revealed this week to be a Fat Tuesdays. Really? That's what I they're know, putting right? in? Yeah. That's not a bar. That's a sugar rush stand. Yeah. It's a sugar, sugar stand for adults. Just kind of interesting because I thought... Well, I guess if they've got a liquor license. It technically... Technically, you're not allowed to be out with an open container in that area, right? Oh, no, you can. It's on Fremont. It's right I, I underneath mean, the Cat's Meow. It's I'm right on that corner of Neonopolis. Yeah, I think it's... And you can't go past whatever that road is there. Because right. Because when you cross the street, that's where you get to those little restaurants there. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep. Because Banger Brewery is past it. Yeah, but you can't leave Banger Brewing. Can't leave with one of their beers. Well, because they always serve them in glasses, so you'd have to get plastic cups, and they don't offer those. Oh, okay. <laughs> People stroll up and down the street all the time with like road beers that they bought from the ABC store and stuff. Oh, I'm aware. They're okay. technically not supposed to open them and drink them. That's why they always give them to you in a bag and then staple it shut. Because if it's opened, you did that. Okay. Well. In news that isn't news, news. It's being reported that union workers at the Fontainebleau site are being laid off as bluff financing. Really, it's bluff financing? Uh, it has not proven to be the strategy. Oh, I didn't read the whole thing. Sorry. Uh, they're, they're being laid off as bluff financing has not proven to be the strategy that will get this project finished. If the Fontainebleau project does ever open, it will be the longest partially finished dormant project in Vegas history, surpassing the landmark who sat unfinished for nearly a decade. <laughs> I didn't even try to trick you on that one. <laughs> and lastly, OSHA is looking into Cirque again after an incident at Love caused a performer to fall 20 feet to the stage. In the past few weeks, an accident was reported at O and another at Run. What do you think is going on there all of a sudden? I mean, are they just starting to report this stuff that's happening? Or is there legitimately an uptick in accidents that's I, that's happening at these Cirque shows? I think it's got to be an uptick because you think about it, if there if there had been accidents, the the folks in the audience were going to report it. Like it wasn't like they well, could not, keep it I mean, quiet. Well, if it happened during a performance, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen during rehearsal or something like that. Well, that's true, but you still have the you know record of somebody going to the the hospital or receiving treatment, which OSHA automatically gets notified of. Right. I so this is just a complete shot in the dark, but I wondered if well, run the reason why that happened is because that's a dangerous stunt show kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, well, but you could say like, all of these are dangerous okay, stunt shows. But this love and and oh, like so for me, it seems like complacency. Like maybe they've gotten comfortable doing the show, you know, seven days a week, you know, for how so many long. times that maybe there's a certain angle they need to be you know aware of or that they gotta concentrate on and they just that one time they half-ass it and fuck up and then i mean because these things are literally death defying when you make a silly fucking little mistake when you're dicking around you get really hurt these guys know that i mean these performers they do this for a living i i i I didn't say it was a good argument karen i I said it's the argument i had i know okay (laughs) i i was just i was just presenting a counterpoint fair enough (laughs) 
<laughs> Which is exactly how I would have responded if, if the prosecution came back like, he's got nothing, Your Honor. <laughs> like, what? I know. <laughs> this is all I've got. <laughs> you don't need to mock me. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. brought to you by vegas.com is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in vegas in the future first up a wall nation is performing at the pearl at poems saturday june 20th show starts at 7 30 p.m and tickets start at 28 dollars matchbox what no you can't say that <laughs> Matchbox 20 is performing at the Pearl at Palms on Saturday, September 26th. The show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 56 bucks. You can't say that. <laughs> kind of harkens back to what I was talking about earlier, like when I was a little kid. Like, Grandpa, you can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. Yes, I couldn't say it. It was just like a tongue twister there for a second. I know. I'm just, the way you said it, you were like, can't say that. Not like, I can't say that or something. Like, like you, nope, no, you can't. can't say that. <laughs> Roger Waters of Pink Floyd is performing at T-Mobile Arena Friday, September 4th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $55. Wait, really? One member of Pink Floyd is playing an arena? Well, it's Roger Waters of Pink Floyd. I mean, it's probably it's probably the op- the opposite of like the Journey where like the the guy that everybody knew being Journey the, like he's out. Yeah. They replaced it like this is the opposite. Like, oh, we all know that guy. Okay. Incubus is performing at the Pro at Palms Friday, May 22nd. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $52. See, now I'm going to have a concert wife. Right. (laughs) (laughs) The same way I have a food husband, you have a concert wife. Yes. It was funny. I reached out to Christine. I'm like, you don't happen to be an Incubus fan, dude. She's like, I do happen to be an Incubus fan. <laughs> like, yeah, because Mark asked me, he's like, like do you want to go? And I'm like, I really don't. I, you know, I'm sorry. So he reached out to Christine and she's going with him. So, yeah. <laughs> Chelsea Handler is performing at the Mirage on Friday, June 26th. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at 70 bucks. And Kathleen Madigan is performing at the Mirage Saturday, June 27th. Show starts at... Is it Saturday? Yeah. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $30. God, I'm old. Just the thought of going to a, count, a show at 10 p.m. Like, I know, right? I know. I know. I'm oh, we've thing. had to. Like, when when they a couple of concerts we go to, when they say they start at 7, we will call the box office so and I know say, okay, I wait. Nap before. <laughs> when does the headliner, when are they scheduled to go on? And yeah, so then Mark, well, and if Mark sleeps. If you do VIP, they'll. Well, that's not even true. If you just call at this point, they can tell yeah. you. As long as you call, but you find out like when the head. But and you have to have obviously assigned seats to do this. But you know, yeah. So we call ahead. We find out exactly what time the headliner is going on. Mark sleeps and takes a nap, and then then we go, and then yeah. he falls asleep in the car on the way home. But yeah, it's. <laughs> I get We're all tuckered. And that's a show <laughs> that she has. At- I have my own little uh, uh, like uh, uh, car seat. That's in the back when I get super tuckered. She Put puts in me in. I just, yeah. Put him in that. It's okay. The, the car will lull you to sleep. It's fine. 
That is ingenious. I don't know that I ever would have thought to do that, to call and find out when the, the headliner actually comes on. No. We did it, I think, for Foo Fighters was the first concert we did that, right? I don't I don't, I don't remember. I know we timed that one perfect. Oh, we walked in like as soon as they hit the stage. It yeah. was it was perfect. But yeah, no, it's... I, I mean, you want to support the opening bands, obviously, and I get that, but just realistically, I we know we can't sit there for three hours. It's not... Yeah. We're not going to make it. We're getting old. <laughs> well, man, I'm going to be a shitty old man. Like, on, I'm not going to stand for this fucking band that I didn't want to fucking hear in the first fucking right. place. Yeah. You know, so then I'm that shitty guy just sitting down. So then it's like, well, now I'm being forced out into the lobby so I can do something so I don't feel like a fucking dick sitting Well, and, down. and you can't. Like, at the Pearl, uh, the Pearl at Palms, once you're in, you can't leave. So there's no readmittance, at least the last couple shows we went to. Huh. So, I mean, you're, you're there and you're locked in. Yeah. Well, there you go. There is the, uh, that is what you paid for, listeners, right there. The Vegas hack of the week. Exactly. (laughs) Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions calendar, which is on the blog. Let's get into the river. Check the river this week. We've got a 360 FHE. This is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share the experience with you. This week, you guys went out and explored Abel Baker and Craft House Brew Pubs. Tell us about your first-hand experience. So these are two of the new brew pubs that are in the Arts District mm-hmm. that that are opening uh, up. There's still more coming, but Abel Baker is the one that's that is the atomic bomb themed one that was that's in this gigantic old furniture store where i mean it, you're now you're right next to all the tanks is basically well, yeah, so, what so they use all the space they for of course have an outdoor patio area and then when you walk in the door there's like some general seating and then a bar but then the back of it is just Row after row of these gigantic yeah. brutes. It almost, you know, what it almost looks like like when you look at at long shots in like Lord of the Rings. And they're like they go on forever. The columns. Yeah, that you're, going <laughs> you're through. like, no way that goes on that long. No <laughs> way. <laughs> but yeah, so they um, and the reason and Mark told me this when we were there. The reason it's called Abel, Abel Baker is those were um, the first two atomic bombs that were tested uh, in Nevada. Yep. So. Oh, Fascinating. Yeah, so that's where they got the name from. And the logo is super cool because it's like the little atomic symbol and a duck, a duck head. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it's cute. Well, and so every, like if you get a flight, um, a beer, it comes out on this wooden. Oh, right. Looks, it almost looks like a maple leaf. No, it's not a maple leaf. What it's a it? duck. It's a duck. Uh, oh, it's a duck paw yeah. print. Okay. Whatever you call a duck those footprint. Web. Okay. That makes more sense. But it's got a handle on the end. So that's why it looks like a maple leaf because it's a duck yeah, print, but it's got a handle. Um, but every one of them comes out with a little rubber ducky on it. Right. <laughs> all different colors, oh. all different shapes. Yeah. And so they've the, even got they've even got food there as well as uh, uh, like tons and tons of different beer options. You can obviously, like as Karen was telling, you can get flights. Overall, Karen, what what was your 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 thoughts with uh, well, with Abel Baker? So I'm not a a, a beer connoisseur, but right. they did have a really good hard cider that I enjoyed. And um, then you had food. And we did. So the food you have to go to a separate counter to to order. And Mark got a burger, and I got a pork banh mi sandwich, uh, and we got an order of fries. The fries were awesome. They were really yeah, good. Yeah, I remember they were good. 
what would it? I, I'm going to be careful because I want to support them, but the food was not my well, favorite the burger, thing. Well, the burger, I said, I, when we first rolled up, I said, you know what this feels like? It feels like we just went to somebody's barbecue is what it feels like. Like you went to a neighborhood barbecue and I ate the burger and I'm like, this tastes exactly like a burger that I would get at a, bar- a barbecue. Right. Like it's, it's, it's not meant to be a compliment. It's not meant to be a diss. It's meant to be a grade. <laughs> it's right. like, just so you know, if you're expecting like some gourmet burger, you're not getting that. If you just want a good solid burger, you get it at yeah. a barbecue. That's what you'll get there. I mean, and the, the banh mi sandwich was good. Um, mm. I would probably try maybe a burger or something the next time we went back. But the, yeah, the vibe of the place is really cool. They have a bunch of these, like um, board not board games, but games and stuff like s- sitting up the bar that you can grab to take right. back to your table and play with friends. So it's got kind of that. It's a very laid back vibe to it. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Well, I mean, I can say from from the beer aspect, I wasn't a huge fan of the beer, but I also felt that it was. I felt like it delivered on what it said it would go. It was going to deliver, and that these just turned out to be flavors that were a little beyond my palate. You you need to be. I would just describe it and say, you know, an, a very adventurous beer drinker would love it because they've got a lot of very unique combos. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, what about Craft House? Craft House was surprisingly good. I, I've had. Poor craft house before, so I because you can get craft house at, at bars and stuff around right, here. And right. Mark's Mark's had a, a couple that he wasn't yeah, real like, crazy and about. it may have even just been like one one or two that I, I was just unimpressed with. And we ended up going there, and of course did some flights, and you get an opportunity to better um, experience. You know what they've got to offer. Uh, just based on you know whether it's a stout or a porter or whatever. And I will tell you, the bartender there knew his shit. Yeah, he, he was really attentive. He um, knew the beers, knew the flavors. So, like when we sat down, you could you could, you could talk to him about flavors. Well, and and so we so when we when we sat down, I again ordered a hard cider. I told him like I'm just not a, a big beer drinker, and he was and he brought over two samples, and he was like, you know, here I want you to try this one. It's definitely lighter. Um, it does. It has like no hops in it at all. He goes, and this one kind of tastes like champagne. And he was right. Yeah. I mean, and this, the one, so the one that he brought over, which was, um, I looked it up, it was Zitrone. I really yeah, liked. Yeah. So if we, you know, when we go back there again, I'm going to get that and not, not a cider. But he was really good. Like he listened to me about what I liked about beer and didn't, and then brought over these samples. And so I mean, he he knew his shit. Yeah. He was really good. I would say overall, my favorite part about all this was the experience. It was it, like I, I'm like, oh man, you need to get more brew pubs out there because yeah. that was fun. Going to the one and then walking to the other one and then going to that one, that was fucking I, fun. I just you need love to do more, more of those. Of anybody that hasn't been down to the arts district, it's just fun and it's cool cute. and kitschy. It's it is. It's so super cute. I mean, Rebar is down there too. Um, they've got all the uh, they what do they call them antique. I, I, I call it like an antique rogue. It's all of these <laughs> shops that has Vegas stuff, but then just old classic stuff that you remember from when you were a kid. Vintage clothing, clothing. Just it's just a fun kind of afternoon to go out and wander. It is kind of like the antique row. When I think about it. Yeah, I mean, because we we did we walked from from uh, um, 
Abel Baker to Craft House and yeah, you know the window back to the shop. Car you go in those places because there's fucking a trillion things in the. Oh you never God, know crazy. what the hell you're gonna find right. in one of those places. Right. I mean, and there are some places that you can find vintage chips and dice and all that yeah. kind of stuff, but they just have a little bit of everything. It, yeah, it's I guess, just fun. I guess I'm the guy that gets a kick out of like, holy shit, there's a cocktail napkin from like 40 years ago. <laughs> so if anybody hasn't been down there and you're just looking for an afternoon, maybe sort of away. It is fun. From, and there's a couple of really good restaurants down there too. The Mexican restaurant that's there, I really mm-hmm. like. Um, and of course, Esther's Kitchen is down there. Right, um, oh, that's right, yeah. So there, and there's just so much more coming in. So I'm, I'm happy with what they're doing down there in the arts district. Yeah. Very cool. Well, then I guess that's probably going to do it for episode number 326. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. That's over at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360Vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at 360Vegas Karen. You just told you where to find me, so till next time. It's funny now that we all have the same fucking handle. It's, it almost, <laughs> I know, it's, it's almost like redundant. It's almost, yeah. Guess where just you where can you find right. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs>